Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Guys, check us out at sportsgarten.com. Go check us out on all the social media, and I answer any questions that you guys might have on social media. It's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, hashtag S-G-N. We're going to take a look at the weekend here, and it's the last three games before the All-Star break. Uh, so just a quick programming note, I will not be doing a show next week. Uh, okay, so um, I'm actually going on vacation. It's one of the four few times that I actually get um, days off because of the All-Star break, and there's not going to be anything to to do anyway, okay? I, I don't really get involved with All-Star game betting at all. Uh, the Home Run Derby is fun. Usually, it, it's just too much of a crapshoot. I mean, you, you want a good a good shot, maybe an Adelaide Rushman, because he's, he's such a good price, but you know the big boys are going to be there. You know that their prices for Alonzo and Mookie Betts are going to be a little over-exaggerated. So I don't really do anything at all with that. So the next time you guys will hear me uh, will be after the All-Star break. Um, I'll do a show not immediately after the All-Star break because then that's that weekend, and it's a short weekend. So probably that um, that Monday or Tuesday to preview the next week like I've been doing. So that's just a quick program programming note. Uh, also, I didn't see a lot on Friday. Usually I record the show Friday afternoon, uh, right about 12. I'm recording it a little late today because I was kind of waiting for some of, uh, the, the, really, the guys that tomorrow and Sunday are still unchosen. Uh, there's a, a lot out there that I wanted to kind of break down to be able to give to you guys since we've been on such a ridiculous roll. I, I mean, I, I, I'm just giving away free winners every single time that I turn on the microphone here. So I wanted to do that, and, and that's why we're a little late here today. But let's get into it. Uh, we go into tonight's game. We're starting just a, a few hours here. Uh, Charlie Morton, Glasnow, that's a good matchup. Morton, for the strikeouts, is probably a decent bet. Seven of his 11, last 11 games, he's had uh, six or more strikeouts. His number is at six right now. It's, if it's six and a half, a seven or more strikeouts is, again, the same kind of thing for him. So that might be okay. I just don't like betting against the Rays, who can get red hot offensively at any moment. Wheeler, uh, Al. Cantara, look, Julian Cantara is a good matchup. By the way, I say his, <laughs> I, I've heard his name pronounced three different ways. I used to call him Alcantara. And um, that was told to me by a Spanish-speaking player who I, I spoke to a couple of years ago that said that. Then I heard on Baseball Network them calling him uh, Alcantara. And I said, okay, so so maybe that's what we have to do. I have never heard him. So if you hear me kind of bouncing around with it, it's because I, I did hear somebody years ago uh, call him Alcantara, uh, well, Alcantara, and now it's uh, Alcantara. So I'll bounce back and forth. But, but either way, look, both of these starters have immense upside, but neither one of them are really performing that way. Both of them have over four ERA. Um, Sandy has almost a five ERA. The Marlins are red hot, though. What I've been doing is in-gaming the Marlins. They are the best team in Major League Baseball from the seventh inning on, okay? So I like to in-game the Marlins. I made some money on them this week in-gaming them. I took them before the game and after we talked about the Marlins last week as my number one bet for the team total over. That went over. We cashed that. I told you last week I actually like the Marlins on back-to-back -back days. They both cashed. 
So I do like the Marlins, but Wheeler scares me a little bit. Alex Manoa is back in baseball, uh, back in the major leagues. He was atrocious. And look, they've won one of his last 10 starts. He was bad even in the minor leagues, but I can't bet on Detroit in this spot. I can't. Carlos Rodon is back. His strikeout total is set at six and a half, kind of like the under there. I don't think that they're going to let him go too far. Uh, but this is all against Tyon, who has nearly a seven ERA on the season. He looks, Jameson Tyon just looks absolutely lost with the Cubs. He's coming back to the Yankees. The Yankees offense is getting it going. Volpe's been red hot. They got him at the top of the order. You like a team total over, maybe the Yankees there. Speaking of team total overs, the Los Angeles Dodgers look pretty good tonight as well, and it's only four and a half in most of the places that I'm seeing. Gonsolin looks good. Look, Griffin Canning can look good. 4.29 ERA. But the Dodgers have been red hot. A lot of these guys have pretty good stats on the type of pitcher that Canning can be. And then you have Verlander against Darvish. Look, the New York Mets have not lost this month. <laughs> I know it's early in the month, but that's saying something. Two of the worst organizations for this year, and the fan bases are, are throwing things at both of them. But Verlander has looked good. Verlander, I don't want to say he's back to being the old Verlander, and that's what people are looking for the old Verlander. No. But in three of his last four starts, he's let up one run or zero runs in three of his last four. Now, it's surrounded. Uh, there's a start in the middle of there where he gave up four runs and a start right before that streak where he gave up four runs. He's still a volatile guy, but if you take the name Verlander off of his back, yeah, maybe he's somebody you could go on. Let's go into Saturday. Garrett Cole, Drew Smiley. Smiley's actually been pretty effective. Uh, this is this is almost one of those automatic Cole kind of plays. People are going to jump all over him. He's going to be very highly priced. He's at home. He's been pitching well. It's Garrett Cole, and you're going up against a, a Drew Smiley who – when you look at him, he's got over four ERAs, nothing special, but he's been okay. You know, look, he doesn't go deep into games with three of his last five starts. He's allowed three runs or less. The Yankees offense has been better, but it's not great. And Garrett Cole's given up two, three runs a game right now. I like the Yankees, but I expect them to be like two to one favorites tomorrow, which means I don't like them as much as I like them, uh, you know, where, where I should be liking them. Orioles, Twins. Look, I kind of like the Orioles tonight as an underdog just because they just put up 20 runs in two games against the Yankees, the last two games against the Yankees. They're swinging hot bats. Hitting is contagious. Now, on Saturday, they're an underdog but, uh, on Friday. On Saturday, Sonny Grayland's 2.50 ERA goes up against Tyler Wells. They might be an underdog dog again. I'll be all over Baltimore here. Tyler Wells has the lowest whip in baseball. Tyler Wells is just absolutely consistent. Now, I know Sonny Gray is a good pitcher. I get it. And Sonny Gray is the better pitcher. Uh, last five starts, Tyler Wells, you can just chalk it up. Last five starts, six innings, two earned runs, six innings, two earned runs, five innings, two earned runs, 6.2 innings, two earned runs, 6.2 innings, two earned runs. What do you think is happening tomorrow? I'm getting six innings, two earned runs out of Tyler Wells. I, I mean, that's what it is. Now, Sonny Gray, you could say he may outpitch him. He might. You know, he's, he's coming off of uh, playing against Baltimore. We only allowed two hits, six innings, no earned runs. But before that, he gave up three runs back-to-back. -back. I think if you get a good price on Baltimore, it's worth a shot, and I do like the first half under there. If you get it a four and a half is where I'm kind of looking at it. Maybe you could get that. Could be intriguing there. The Rangers send Andrew Heaney out to the mound uh, against Irvin for the Nationals. People are going to jump all over the Rangers here, and the Rangers can bat uh, with the best of them. I get it, but they're better at home offensively. Irvin has not been terrible. Again, a big number will be posted, and it's not a big number that I necessarily like. Keller will go up against an unnamed uh, starter for the Diamondbacks. Keller is a good underdog if you're getting a good number on him. I don't think so now that they, 
really don't have a starter in Arizona. I don't think that that's going to happen. Strider, Bradley, this is a great matchup. And Strider's been really good. We we know what Strider can be when he's on. I get what Strider is. He's got 155 strikeouts already. The guy's a strikeout machine. Nine, 10, nine strikeouts each of the last three days. Let, well, each of the last three starts. Let's see what the day's number is there. If you can get him at seven or half, I don't know if they're going to put an eight number. If you get him at seven, seven and a half strikeouts, maybe you take the over as opposed to going against the Rays at home. The Rays can strike out. You know, they're, they're that kind of team. I'm not saying that they do often, but but they can strike out. Speaking about strikeouts, my two best plays of the weekend. Look, Blake Snell is going to go up against David Peterson and the New York Mets. Peterson, we know, is a disaster. But Blake Snell, 12 strikeouts, 12 strikeouts, 11 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts. Last time out, seven strikeouts. Depending what number you got, you may not have won that. And maybe this is the time to jump off of, of Blake Snell. Look, it's still the Mets, right? And San Diego is well, a 170 favorite. I mean, you almost have to take the San Diego Padres there. We'll see what happens tonight. But Blake Snell, if they are lowering his number, look, he was going 12, 12, 11, 10, and they put his number out at six and a half or seven last time, depending on where you were looking. If you could get a six and a half from Blake Snell tomorrow on strikeouts, I'm all over it. You give me a six and a half with Blake Snell, I'm all over it. And the same thing can be said about Reed Detmers. Now, Detmers is going to be playing the Dodgers, who people just don't like to bet against. I get it. He's going to be a huge underdog. I gave you Reed Detmers last weekend. If anybody listened to the show, I gave you Detmers, okay? He is now struck out. I mean, look, the guy's a strikeout machine, even against the Dodgers. And what's happening, he's a strikeout machine because we continue to keep cashing on strikeouts. And why? Because the books just have not adjusted to him. Here's what we have over the last five starts. Eight strikeouts, eight strikeouts, eight strikeouts, 10 strikeouts, nine strikeouts, and they're putting his total at five and a half. You give me another six number for Reed Detmers, I will be all over that. Detmers and Snell strikeout totals may be my two best plays this weekend where you're talking about value. Look, I like the Orioles, obviously. And, and of course, how do you not like, not like Garrett Cole on Saturday? Now, going into Sunday. Sunday I worry about guys sitting down. I worry about things like that, but you got to love the rain. Patrick Corbin is back to being Patrick Corbin. He had a little brief moment where he didn't look as bad as Patrick Corbin. Look, he's got a five ERA. He's coming off of giving up 10 hits, six runs, and five innings, okay, two home runs, and by the way, three walks. Before that, he pitched really good against Seattle, but before that, seven hits, seven runs, two home runs, three walks. Before that, only three runs allowed, but well, four runs, but only three earned runs allowed. But again, two walks, 11 hits. Before that against Houston, he only allowed two runs in five innings, but he walked five guys and gave up two home runs. Guys, in the last five starts, in the last five starts, he's given up six home runs. In the last five starts, he's gotten 13 walks. In the last five starts, and I'm doing my very quick math here, in the last five starts, 37 hits. It, it, the bases are just constantly full. I love the Rangers. The Rangers team total over on Sunday afternoon. And you know, look, even the Rangers, but I think that they're going to be priced into the minus 220, 230s with Dane Dunning on the mound. I like the Rangers, and I like the Rangers team total over on Sunday. Absolutely love it. If you can do alternate team total unders, and look, sometimes you have to pay minus uh, or overs. Sometimes you have to pay 170. Sometimes you have to pay like 200 to get it down to a three and a half or a four. I, I would do it. I, look, I just, I like the range. I think they're going to beat up Patrick Corbin big time. Hendricks against uh, Herman. That's an interesting matchup because Hendricks has been really good. He might be a trade target for the New York Yankees. Eflin Elder, great matchup. Rays, Braves. I can't go near it though. I'm not confident what Shane Bieber's looking like. Nah, Shane Bieber's just not the same here, guys. He's not striking, striking people out. 
He's walking a ton. He's coming off of a game where he walked five batters. You know, he's not giving up uh, a, a, a lot of hits, but the hits are mattering. In the last four games, he's given up four home runs. I don't like Shane Bieber, but you can't take the Royals. You, but I won't let be laying massive money with Shane Weaver, no, or Shane uh, Bieber. No chance that I can do that. Uh, Logan Webb at home against Freeland. Yeah, I kind of like that, but we all know that Freeland understands that park. And then Musgrove against Scherzer is a good last game. If you want to jump on that, I know Scherzer has not been the same, but Musgrove all of a sudden looks like the Musgrove of old. I know that Scherzer has not been the same. And you want to talk about home runs. Guys, this is a concerning thing for the New York Mets and Max Scherzer. He gave up three bombs last time, one before that, one before that, one before that, two before that. The guy has now given up this season. This season, guys, the home run numbers are astronomical for what Max Scherzer is doing. He, he's not somebody that you normally think about catching up on something, but he has now gone to, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six straight starts giving up a home run, okay? He has given up a home run in seven of the last eight, and he has given up on the season, let's see, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He's given up 16 home runs on the year. I mean, he's averaging a, a bomb every start. You can't back Max Scherzer. You just can't. I, I'll be looking at maybe a, a Juan Soto to go deep in that. Maybe a Machado. Maybe you want to throw a Tatis in there. So that's what I'm looking at. Look, Detmers and Snell, if the number is where it is, sure, I like that. If you like underdogs, Orioles on Friday, Orioles on Saturday, both of those can work out. I think the Yankees score a lot of runs on Friday night. If you get a team total uh, about four, sure, go for that. But my big play of the weekend is going to be, I like the Rangers and the specifically the team total of the Rangers to beat up on Patrick Corbin on Sunday morning. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy the all-star break. Sit back, relax, have a good time. If you have off like I do, um, you know, enjoy yourself. We will be back after the all-star break. We're going to reset, get geared up for a really good second half of the season. We just keep giving winners here, and I want you guys to be aboard. All right, guys, have a good one. Enjoy the all-star break and uh, the home run derby. I know people love that. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.